Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or that time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Cameron, it's been a while. Yeah, we were both dying. Yep, and now we're dead, and we're recording this from Wrestling Heaven. Oh, what's that? It's it's all those dead people Hulk Hogan listed off like two weeks ago. Wasn't that weird? Too bad we we didn't talk about it, cause, but that's okay, because it was weird. Yes, we were gone for a while. Uh, we were both sick. Yeah. Loss of voice. So kind of sick. Yeah. Uh, what what happened was is I was sick, and then Bobby Lashley won the Intercontinental title, and then we kissed or something funny, and then Cameron got sick. Yeah. Yes. Well, just whatever is the most funny to you reason why uh, I got Cameron sick, that's the reason. You know when people talk about Super Bowl babies in cities? Like, every nine <laughs> months after, after the Patriots win, there's an, a big influx in births at hospitals? Yeah. That happened to us. But it was with the cold instead of a baby, and it was because Bobby Lashley was Intercontinental Champion instead of a Super Bowl champion. Anyway, we should well, talk about uh, about wrestling. It's the week before. Uh, it's the broadcast before the Royal Rumble. That's right. It sure is. Thirty men, thirty women. They should have both the matches going on at the same time, war game style. Yeah, it's just confusing. Have two ramps. <laughs> You don't know what's going on. Mickey James is coming out while uh, Kenny Omega is coming out. You don't you don't know who's popping for who. Well, you do there, but still, you you still don't know. You know? Yeah, you never never know. <laughs> so it's it's that it's that pre pay per view broadcasts, and uh, that means uh, Br- uh, Brock Lesnar has has to start off Monday Night Raw because. Vince tells him he's got to be there or he's grounded. Maybe I've said this on here before, but whatever happened to main event stuff closing the show before pay-per-views? Oh, this is the new WWE where uh, they they want to keep you watching, so they throw in the exciting stuff at the beginning. Also, I think I think they view anything with Ronda Rousey as uh, main event. Main event, yeah, because she's Raw. a draw TM. <laughs> That's what it is on all the scripts they have is... Because she's a draw TM. Draw TM. No other promotion can use the word draw. Every time <laughs> Dave Meltzer uses the word draw, he gets hit with a copyright claim. Yeah. The, the, we're talking about this because uh, we've heard uh, Paul Heyman give give the promo, this promo, 90,000 times. He just gives the same promo about how someone can't beat uh, Brock Lesnar, but instead they use uh, someone else's name. And this whole segment, like after uh, Finn and Vince and everyone came out, 
whenever some whenever like Vince or Paul Heyman would talk, it felt like they were using Finn Balor, like uh, that episode of Family Guy where Lois runs her office and she goes nine, <gasps> eleven, woo! Yes, they're doing like yeah. Finn Balor, woo! Yeah. <laughs> we we like him. We like him. I mean, I'm gonna be real with you. How excited could you know? Oh, okay, I shouldn't say that. I can't get excited for anything involving Brock Lesnar or Braun Strowman anymore. Braun Strowman, like 12 months ago, I was like, dude, he's a man. This is going to be awesome. But now it's just kind of like, yep, he's going to come out and lick his lips and call someone boy, which is very weird, and then say they're going to get these hands. So, Get these hands. Get these hands. Get these hands. Yeah. Do, do wrestling fans just like to have stuff that they can parrot back at the wrestlers? Yeah, and it's all Ric Flair's fault. <laughs> and Steve Austin made it worse. Isn't that great about how just when, when you're sitting in the arena way before anything has started, there's just people wooing the entire time? Woo! People Remember do that? it at, like, anything, yeah. Remember how Ric Flair exists? Yeah. What was it? I was listening to, I think, Giant Bomb, uh, like, over the summer at work, and someone wrote into them about how they were at, um, a, like, a like a double-A baseball game in their city, and some dude was, like, standing next to his daughter while she was doing Fortnite emotes and wooing and going, like, can this little girl get a free hot dog and a beer for her dad? Woo! While she was doing, like, <laughs> flosses and stuff, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense. People just do it anywhere, like. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> People were embarrassing. Uh, yeah, I I sleep during this segment. It's it's interesting because Finn Balor gets to be on Raw and doing something, but it's not interesting because it's someone who's been out on injury and then someone who's just never there, and he just stands there and smiles like he's cool. When, and when he's not. and his matches are kind of what's his best match we've watched in the last year? Uh, the one against Daniel Bryan at Survivor Series because yeah. there was actually. The AJ Styles won Survivor Series 2017, was it? Was it okay? That, yeah. uh, it was okay. But... You know, you know, I, I've looked I've looked at uh Brock's Brock's record since since he's come back. And come back uh, in what, twenty fourteen was it? Yeah. And the only people he's lost to are uh, Seth Rollins. When he cashed in, um, Goldberg, when Goldberg first came back before it was a title match. That was like an 11 second match. That is a really cool thing to watch. And, and Roman at SummerSlam. And he's only wrestled like 30 times in the last like five years. That's insane. And then I compare that just for fun. I compared it to super Cena. Yeah. Boo. Let's go. Cena. Cena sucks. Um, (laughs) And uh, he's he's lost quite a bit more, and he wrestles a lot more. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know how anyone, e- e- even within, like, a kayfabe way, there's nothing, it's not exciting when Brock Lesnar shows up, because he's not going to wrestle. He's just going to stand there and jump like a monkey. And then uh, when he does wrestle, he just suplexes until it's over. I got a topical comparison. It's the New England Patriots of, of WWE and kayfabe. Yeah. It's always there, always going to win, and it's going to be boring to watch. 
you, is, you, you think you think there's a chance, but then then they just win. Yeah, like exactly like last Sunday, I was like, dude, the Chiefs could totally beat the the Patriots. Nah, didn't happen. Going into this Sunday, dude, Finn Balor could totally beat Brock Lesnar. And then when, you know, he suplexes him six times, F5s him three times, there's a comeback, a, a missed coup de gras, and then he he plucks him out of the air and suplexes him and pins him. I'm going to go, what what was I thinking? I'm going to... Uh, Vince, in this segment, Vince told a weird story about David and Goliath, about how, I don't know, <laughs> I don't get it. Hella weird. About how David was this little guy who uh, ate a bunch of mushrooms and then took on Goliath, and then no one ever heard of him ever again. <laughs> yeah, except for every time the fucking analogy is used, dude. It's especially in the WWE. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they set up a match between uh, Balor and Strowman because uh, to to... To show off him being David and uh, Strowman being Goliath. And then the only thing interesting from the match was um, when Finn Balor was beating up Lesnar. And then I was also very confused on how Lesnar was able to get a suplex with the ref watching and didn't end the match there. Yeah, well, it's probably Lesnar. Like I, I guess at best the the ref could be like, well, Braun threw him out of the ring and then Lesnar caught him and then dropped him, but it it, it felt weird because you could you saw, clearly saw the ref looking over there when it happened. But... I guess it's the you know well if you really want to be David then here you go. And and then the match actually ended with uh, no one going over because. Brock Lesnar uh, F5 Balor to let us know what's going to happen on Sunday in F5. Just a sneak preview. In case you were wondering what ha- what's going to happen to Finn Balor, he's probably going to get F5. Yeah. A lot. A, a whole lot. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't have really anything else to say about this part of the show. I... I hope Finn Balor wins, but I guess we'll talk about predictions later. And like I said, two, I think you said two out of the three of these people, I sleep. Uh, yeah, I'm good on that. Let's talk about something kind of interesting. Yeah. we're uh, Besides the New Day, we had a segment of the most people of color on TV that Hell aren't yeah. already a team. Like yeah. I was thinking about it and I was like, huh. Just bring out Titus O'Neil, and this is the most uh, people of color we've had on screen since uh, Booker T in the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. Holy shit. Someone listening. Oof. Jory, why does that matter? It doesn't, but it's interesting to... What do you realize that? <laughs> it's... Also, also, person listening. It kind of matters. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was a Bobby Lashley celebration for uh, his... He just won the Intercontinental title the week before, and him and, uh, actually, what it was is Leo Rush coming down to the ring to show off his new Bobby Lashley toy he got with the brand new, uh, Intercontinental title, uh, attachment that he that got That he can't even put on straight. Puts it on yeah. crooked as hell. <laughs> his little arms can't fit all the way around, uh, Bobby Lashley's just 
wheelbarrow of a body. But th- this this segment was fun. There, I, I know people don't like the heel Lashley posing and stuff, but with the belt and having like a spotlight and a pot and like a pedestal in the ring, it's really yeah, th- good. It's really the funny. The only thing they didn't deliver was Bobby Lashley doing his favorite pose with the belt turned around. So it's like, so he's wearing it backwards, yeah. but he's doing yeah, his favorite pose. I want that. <laughs> I want that so bad. Maybe they and, will. Fi- maybe they think it's like uh, ripping off Ziggler in some way. They should both have belts, and then they should have a favorite pose belt pose off. <laughs> and uh, Apollo Cruz came out to be like, "Hey, man, you kind of you kind of being being weird and ridiculous." They had a pose off up until uh, they decided they're tired of Apollo Cruz, and it started a match. A pretty good match. It's like big, big. Strong Bobby Lashley against Athletic Apollo Cruz. More than anything, I'm just happy that we're getting more Apollo Cruz on TV. Um, maybe it's gonna be um, in line with him getting a push for the Intercontinental Title at some point. That seems that... likely, right? He's the one out there. <laughs> that would be good. Uh... <laughs> And it's it's a special it's a late payoff for them breaking up Titus Worldwide like six months ago. Yeah, was it? Wow, it was a really long time ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were still here when it happened. Yeah, <clears throat> I was. <laughs> so, but it, yeah, it was a pretty decent match. Uh, uh, Lashley got got a spear because Leo Rush was distracting him. So, and because he's a heel, he can't keep up the heel antics for forever. And it's nice to see Spears because miss the big dog, and it's nice to see Apollo Cruz doing something because he's he's a he's an incredibly athletic man who can do cool things. Hell yeah! Doesn't get get enough credit for what he does. I think Intercontinental Title picture is just where he belongs, and then if it if it's booked well enough and the matches are good enough, he should move on up. Even if he doesn't win, it's a match at yeah. like a. Fast lane or something for the WWE or the Universal title. Yeah. Would be cool. Barring the Universal title actually showing up at more than three pay-per-views this year. Yeah. Uh, you, it, it, in the current situation, it'd be... Uh, we, we see him set up a standing shooting star press, and then he gets caught, and then f 5 And then f 5 again, and then again, and then one more time, and then a third time. And then a pin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's bumming me out. Stop. (laughs) We're going to have to probably watch it this weekend. Next, we got a segment involving the architect. Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. And uh, I guess he's feuding with, uh, well, it's not exactly new. But uh, him and Drew McIntyre aren't too happy with each other. I think no. um, Seth uh, announced he was going to be in the Royal Rumble, obviously. Yep, and he's going to win. Uh, and it's I, I know I know why they, they're, these two are kind of feuding. Uh, backstage, Seth Rollins is like, "Damn, there's too many guys with long black hair. It should just be me." <laughs> and then Drew McIntyre was like, Scottish accent. 
No, I should have long black hair, not you. <laughs> they're bringing their beef out into the ring over hair. McIntyre versus Rollins, hair versus hair would be interesting. That'd be very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Vince Russo face. <laughs> uh, it's these. It, this, this match is definitely to have like tension between the two top picks for anyone for who's going to win the rumble. Yeah. Anyone going into it, if you're going to pick someone, you're probably thinking Seth Rollins or Drew McIntyre. Uh, I think one, I think they're pretty safe I was bets. I thinking one of them, yeah. <laughs> um, the, is, is there anything you, you liked specifically about this match? Um, these two, these two can go. Um, yeah. It, it's, it was fun to watch. Uh, I'm trying to think of a specific spot, but I mean... Um, uh, I, I was, uh, that, that Alabama slam outside the ring was terrifying. Was that the one, was that the one on the barricade or am I thinking of a different Monday Night Raw or a different match? Uh, I, I think it was just on the side. I don't think it was on a barricade. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm having trouble recalling that, but yeah, Alabama slams. I'm assuming Drew McIntyre did this cause he's yeah. massive. Yeah. Okay. That's Drew did it to to Rollins and it looked rough because Alabama slams are terrifying. Yeah. Alabama slams are very scary. R- Rollins got a, like a, a roll up pin, which was weird, but I, I suppose that's the only way. That's the best way to not look, make a uh, Drew look weak. Yeah. Which I, I wish there wasn't a mentality in wrestling of if someone lost, they, they looked weak or if, uh, if they lose, they're not good anymore. Yeah. I I don't exactly it, like that they, either. They should it should be they should be able to trade wins back and forth like throughout a feud. Yeah. Like legit wins. Like oh he's it's, out. The finisher yeah. worked, he's out. You shouldn't have to set up something like a best of 7 like uh, Cesaro and Sheamus did for them to have a uh, for people to like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. You can lose and still be a fighter yeah that's just that's probably just the nature the nature of the kayfabe you know the um uh, it's replicating in some way trying to seem like a, a legit fight sport mma or boxing and if someone loses they do immediately lose opportunities and like they slide down that that ladder yeah so, <laughs> cheap wins are what what you're gonna get a lot of, and I which is think weird because then you have some the other person making excuses for a long time, which is not something fighters usually do. Yeah, I think it's just the mentality of a uh, usual viewing is like because they've set up people like Cena and stuff that win all the time. That basically the only time a guy can hold the title is if he's gonna win all the time. Yeah, which. You just you should just have champions do less title matches and do like like setting up a number one contenders match by like giving winning an opportunity by beating the champion in a in a in a match without the uh, belt on the line shows that you can go toe to toe with them on on a regular occasion and then you earn the opportunity to to win against them when the uh, when something's on the line. 
see if you can yeah. hold up to the pressure then to see if it wasn't just a fluke or something. I think that's what those are usually supposed to represent. And stuff like that doesn't ever delegitimize the champion, and it just helps legitimize the the contender. Yeah. Or even just like let's have a best two out of three falls match. If you get a fall on me, you can get a you can have a title match at pay per view two weeks from now or whatever. Yeah. It's real real basic <laughs> stuff like that. That gives you a scrappy underdog moment. Yeah. It's not too much to ask for, I think. I don't think so either. Well, is that all we have to say for Rollins versus McIntyre? Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> the, uh, it feels weird um, with some of this stuff because it definitely just feels like uh, not really filler, but the Royal Rumble is like a good hard reset on everything. Yeah. They're... They're feuds that are going to be developed and then end either... They develop at the beginning of the month or sometime last month at the end of the year. Yeah. And then they end either Sunday night or that Sunday in April. Like Yeah. So out of the couple things you have set up, maybe only one will make its way to... Um, to WrestleMania, you know, yeah. maybe Rollins wins and then McIntyre works his way in somehow by complaining and then, you know, making the most of his opportunity, showing management he he deserves to be there, and then you know this whole thing paid off in the long run. Uh, but yeah, most of it's just gonna be like, huh? Well, they saw each other in the Rumble and then that guy kicked that guy's ass. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> Next match is one I'm not sure we need to... I don't even remember this. I think I checked out during this. Uh, Lucha House Party beat uh, Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. Remember the last time we saw the Singh Brothers actually wrestle? I sure don't. Do you remember the last time Jinder did anything of value? I sure don't. Uh, losing the week after WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, that's it. Yeah. So, uh, I'm just... Uh, yeah. Luja House Party won. Oh no! Cool, good for them. Uh, they should uh, be in real matches. Yep. They've just kind of stuck in this like undercard of the undercard division. So <laughs> that's a fucking bummer. What an upgrade! Two hundred five live to Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers on Raw. Who? At least yeah. 205 Live is when people just got to the arena. Yeah, they're excited about about watching wrestling then. Oh like God. the massive pop for the Ascension we saw that one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, uh, a- after, after that pointless waste of time was uh, Elias, <laughs> a backstage segment where it was EC3, and then Dana Brooke came up and was like, Hey, EC3. You sure look good. Do you do? You, what's your workout? And it's just like ramblings. And then it zoomed out to have Elias walking by, and Elias is like, "Damn." The the, the chat the the Virgin Elias and the Chad EC three. That's, <laughs> that's what that was. 
The Virgin Elias and the chat. <laughs> I want Dana Brooke to ask me what my workout's like. Actually, Elias Elias doesn't have have time for that. He can't make relationships. He he's he's a drifter. He's gotta gotta be out on his own. He doesn't stay in one place too long, you know. Nope. He's he's in a city he's in a city for about three hours every Monday night and then he's gotta take off to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> True. The the mo- the modern nomad. Yeah. And he 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 he's in comes down to the ring and he's talking he wants to uh start singing a song about the Royal Rumble a little bit, but Baron Corbin comes out and's like, Hey, I'm still here, and guess what? You all fucking hate me, but I'm still here. Can't do anything about it. Remember how I was blamed for the show being bad? <laughs> well, looks. Like, well, guess what? I'm not helping improve it either. <laughs> and Elias didn't get the chance to finish a full song, and they had a match. Um... It was it was fine. It was a fine match. Uh, you you you'd think Elias Elias would be a uh, a little bit more uh, doing something. It definitely feels like he's been demoted recently, hasn't yeah. it? The the Intercontinental Title picture should be like a triple threat with a Lashley, Elias, and Cruz. I think. Yeah. And then, because it's triple threat, there's no... And also, we don't have rematch clauses at all anymore, unless you earn it. Yeah. So then, after that, it could just be Elias and Apollo Crews. But yeah. they're both faces, so... You can't have that. You could never have two faces go go up against each other. The the, the proof of that is the uh, end of the night. I, I don't know what the point of having Elias lose to Baron Corbin is... Besides uh, letting Elias eliminate Baron Corbin on Sunday. Hey, remember that one time at All In, Flip Gordon faced Jay Lethal and they were both faces? N- no, he faced Black Machismo. Oh, hey, wait, I think Black Machismo is also a face. <laughs> Are you sure he's, n- he's not a heel king uh, <laughs> macho man? Hmm. I might be wrong, but <laughs> oh no! Wait, he he thought Brandy was Miss Elizabeth, so uh, Macho Man with Miss Elizabeth is a is a face. So yeah, <laughs> okay. So he went from face to not as face to face again. Yeah, remember remember how uh, uh, Roman and Finn Balor uh, the Raw after SummerSlam had had a match, and it didn't oh end God, with. Yeah. With Finn Balor being like, fuck you, you fucking fucker, fuck. Yeah, it just ended with, um, wow, you beat me. I Good missed job. my opportunity. <laughs> I'll thanks work for... my way back here. Thanks, thanks, Roman, you're a good guy. He's like, ooh, ah, I'm the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, it, it, yeah, that's that's a that's a long conversation for, uh, we need to sit down <clears throat> and have with creative, um, so uh we've had a couple couple nights of it now. What do you think of a moment of bliss? I think I think it's pretty good. 
Um, I do like how it's at the top of the ramp because they can't bother with putting the props in the ring. Yeah. I think it's probably because they plan on having stuff happen in the ring follow, like immediately after. But... They're a well-oiled machine. They could get stuff out of there. I think it's yeah. just... You can move that segment along faster if people don't have to walk down a ramp yeah. to get to the thing. And I guess the th- they have a backdrop on the, like, not Titantron thing that's at the entrance. Yeah, yeah. So that that could be it, too. Maybe it's, maybe it's supposed to look more like a daytime talk show, like with, like, Ellen or Oprah or something like that. I figured it out. There, it's supposed to look like a daytime talk show. Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of a weird in-ring pseudo interview Hollywood access type thing like the Miz does on Miz TV. Yeah, I think that's it. It's definitely <laughs> supposed to look more like a talk show. Also, this reminded me we haven't talked about the other thing since we're talking about Alexa Bliss. Since we lasted an episode, WWE decided to start making the show m- more sexy. It was just like last week. In the week before, and then there's nothing really this week for it. Yeah. It was just a weird thing. I was just like, hey, we've, we've got something special for you. Here, look at the women's tag belts. But also, Alexa's almost naked, so make sure you keep watching. And She might be wholly naked when she comes out, I promise. And, and then also the stuff with the, the scandalous storyline with Mandy Rose and Naomi. That one's really bad. That's, that's, that's really bad. Um... But that's definitely, like, she's in a towel. She's, like, tricking him into going into hotel rooms and stuff. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, also sort of in the same in the same vein. But, like, look at, look at who's involved with them. Blonde women. Vince, never change, bud. Never change. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> the, the, revealed the, the, te- the women's tag belts on on the first a moment of bliss, which it was, they looked all right on the angle they gave, but in like the press pictures and press release pictures, they look so much better. It's just, they, they're too reflective. So they looked dark. And, uh, I think when we get to see someone wearing them, um, it's going to be at an elimination chamber match, which is really weird, but I guess it's so they can showcase them at WrestleMania instead of just having having one at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, or or just like giving people a reason to watch Elimination Chamber. Yeah, because that's going to be the not Royal Rumble. The winner of this match gets to be in the other title match. Okay, See, that, that's why I'm hoping Elimination Chamber this year. Uh, one of the belt holders is is in the match. Like have Daniel Bryan defend it in the Elimination Chamber. That'd be nuts. And if um, actually no, because it's a it's cross-brand pay-per-views now there's gonna be three from one brand three from the other okay yeah okay, yeah never probably. mind there goes that um uh, the, the segment was talking was just to talk about the rumble and alexa bliss awkwardly named off all the people who had announced that they're gonna be be in the rumble very and, awkwardly <laughs> and then uh a bunch of uh she brought out nia jacks to to talk and then Ember Moon, and then Alicia Fox, and Mickey James all came out. Alicia Fox, I'm glad she's just, like, a crazy lady who's backstage at Raw. 
still screaming about being the captain. It's really <laughs> good. Something that's two years old almost. <laughs> yeah. And it just... Oh, 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 tons of women coming out to, to fight. And then then we heard uh, sirens. I was like, oh, is it the rumble already? Is that Kenny? Is Kenny here? But no, <laughs> it's, it's Lacey Evans music. And uh, this is a good good first reveal of her like talking to uh bring her out into the arena her her big head almost got knocked off yeah she came out to class up monday not raw because oof boy does boy do they need it yeah they got all those nasties as she calls them (laughs) oh do you know what i'm gonna do on two kids i'm gonna put her in right to censor Hell yeah. CWFP, the number one right to censor fan podcast. Yeah. Dude. She She's like perfect for right to censor. Right Except, to censor is such a good concept. I hated really it as funny. a kid because they all looked stupid. And, uh, and, the, and the music was annoying. <laughs> was yeah. Annoying as fuck. <laughs> but it's, it's an incredibly good concept thinking back on it. And... And Lacey Evans like, hey, you probably knew I was going to be there anyway, but I'm going to be in the Rumble, too. Yeah. I hope she knocks someone out with the women's right and throws them over. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping so, too. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very excited for the women's Rumble uh, this year. I hope it's the main event again. But, uh, it's, not, it's not Rumble talk time. Next is the Not debut in ring of Heavy Machinery. Stakes Holy and weights, Cameron. Stakes and weights. Didn't Renee say they look like they drink milk and eat ham? Was That was gross. Yeah. The, How do the you mute Renee's commentary mic? commentary was so bad during this match. They did not know what was going on, and they clearly did not watch any footage of Heavy Machinery to like be okay at commentary. Like They called... Uh, uh, Otis Dozovich dancing before he actually did the worm, the caterpillar. And I just yeah. made the connection now that it's called the caterpillar when Pillar he does the worm because of, of the construction thing. Yeah. That's really good. Yep. This is, we've been see we saw uh, the week before we saw uh, heavy machinery with the new day, a uh, blending up fucking meat and shit into a uh, pancake mix <laughs> and the man drinking it, which was terrifying. Really and gross. She didn't, she didn't even flinch, which yeah. good on her. Um, and the week before with the women's tag belt reveal, they just kind of wandered out, and Otis Dojovich was just like, eh, pretty lady. Tucky, pretty lady, tucky. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. Knight, this image is really... Tucker Knight going like, come on, Otis, we gotta get out of here. And he's just looking at his face. Oh my god! Uh, I will, heavy machinery is great. I'm glad they took like th- the picks for main roster. Definitely feel more like well, they're not doing anything instead of like these will get people excited. But for the most part, they are good picks for main roster. Like heavy machinery will be a good comedy tag team, whichever brand they put them on. Uh, EC3 is is gonna be good. A good like asshole heel, whichever brand they put him on. Nikki Cross just needed to come up already. 
Lacey Evans yeah. will fit really well to have like just a new heel woman. The match, the match itself here was like <laughs> they displayed great tag team wrestling. Like yeah, and I uh, I didn't know about Otis Dozovich's uh, amateur wrestling like accolades, but he's a pretty accomplished amateur wrestler. Yeah, um, I didn't know about those either actually. Maybe I'd heard them and just filed them way, way back. But, um, yeah, their tag team wrestling display against the Ascension was really good. And the crowd really, really loved it for not having ever seen these guys wrestle before, probably. Maybe, like, of the 11,000 people there, maybe, like, 200 of them have probably seen them. But they really popped for those guys against the Ascension. And... I hope that's maybe an eye-opener for Vince. I doubt it, but... Or whoever is in charge of booking the tag team stuff. Um, I definitely feel like we've got a good uh, good showcase of what how these guys are. And it's uh, going to pay off for them. Yeah. People are going to like them because they, they see the comedy. And I think that's a good draw for anyone. Mm-hmm. Especially with the tag team. Because like, when I think back to like... I can't remember why I liked Edging Christian so much as a kid, but when I see uh see stuff of them when they're not the brood, they're just like two goofy assholes who annoyed everyone. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think especially for uh kids like tag team wrestling a lot, I think we've talked about it like just as a kid, tag team wrestling is cool because like you have a best friend and you beat people up with your best friend. Yeah. And you do funny stuff, so it's like it's a way to appeal to children as well in a way that doesn't feel uh, like talking down to kids. Pandery. Yeah, very good. Very good. Excited uh, to see more of them. Well, there was another tag match after that. Yeah, it was uh, the Revival versus uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable Roode for the tag team title. Uh, Chad... Bobby Roode adopted Chad Gable, but Chad Gable has had his last name so long he doesn't just want to completely get rid of it. So he did the hyphenation. Um, uh, The setup for this match was uh, the Revival talking about how they got screwed over uh, twice and they need another chance. And then they need a guest referee, someone someone who uh, they can trust to do it. And Vince is like, I don't know what what you guys are talking about, but uh, okay, I guess... And they got hurt Kurt Hawkins to be the guest referee. And this match was more storytelling than it was uh, wrestling. Which it was was the heels. Um, com- they were complaining about getting cheated out of their opportunities twice because the uh, refs weren't doing their job. And then this time they were cheating and getting caught by Kurt Hawkins. So, Yeah. Um, and then, hey, and then, Zack Ryder came out. Woo, to, woo, woo. To help his former tag team partner. Hey, broskies, me, Ch- Zack Ryder. Did you see what his trunk said? No. I'm still here. Holy shit, dude. And the here, the R in here had his, like, had the Zack Ryder R, like, super special one. Which yeah. is really funny. Yeah, Zack. That's a good tag team to form again, those two. Yeah, and I think that would be a really good payoff to this misdirection. Oh, the Revival are going to take it off this dumb tag team they just threw together. 
and it said Kurt Hawkins' first actual victory is going to be him winning the tag titles. Yeah. That's what I'm desperate for. I think he's had them once before. Yeah, him and Zack Ryder, I think, did. And I think Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus The Revival is way (laughs) more interesting than anything else that tag division could be doing right now. Uh, you know, I, barring a call up or something. Yeah, uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable say it every week we record, but uh, it's 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 kind of weird. <laughs> it's definitely a tag team that like it's like you two aren't doing anything. Here you go, and then I I just feel like the they're over with the crowd because the crowd likes to say glorious. That's that's just how I feel about Bobby Roode. Unfortunately, he's. I don't even all right think people wrestler. like saying "glorious" anymore. I don't even hear people do it. When I first started, when I first came back to it, like September of 2017 or whenever it was. That's when they're showing like vignettes of him coming and stuff, right? No, he was already back, or he was already oh, okay. up by then. He was in a title picture. I think he came up after SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think so. Maybe maybe after Rumble, I'm not sure when his last takeover match was, but um, yeah, they they loved it. People were just so into it, and it's crazy to see like in a year about it just died. They was just killed in about a year. <laughs> this doesn't capture everyone's attention. Yeah, at least and Chad I mean, Gable has a belt. He deserves it. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely does. Uh, and, you know, if they break up Rude and Gable, that could be a cool singles match uh, to go uh, in the middle of a Raw. Yeah. If it gets a, a good <laughs> amount of time. Isn't it uh, interesting how there's more tag matches on Raw than there were singles matches? Yeah. It's almost like tag team wrestling isn't quite dead yet. Not if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> no Vince releases all tagged uh our main event yeah we can we can glide through this one if you want I feel that uh, uh, Ronda Rousey and Natalia versus Sasha Banks Bailey last week Sasha Banks and Ronda Rousey had a match or they, they had like a confrontation and uh Sa- Sa- Sasha Banks it's like, hey, you're kind, you're kind of a shithead, Ronda Rousey. And Ronda Rousey, which fit, which fits in line with just how she carries herself and her like weird politicalness and stuff. She's like, what are you talking about? I was being just fine, and then you escalated things. Why? Why do you do this? Why, why are you like this? Eh. Except us as, as uh, the WWE Universe are supposed to think Sasha's being the one who's not good in this situation one that's it's not the case you can't fool me vince nope what was it two weeks ago it was like i don't know if we talked about it on here something happened i guess they were a tag team it was ronda and and sasha were a tag team at one point and yeah. it was like something happened and it didn't go their way and then you know she was like apologizing to to sasha and was like she was saying like what can i do i'm sorry what did i do wrong and it's like why do you give a shit this is not in line with what your it doesn't with it, what your character weird. is right now it doesn't work with with father rousey because she always says this shit about she's not a do nothing bitch and like yeah if, if that's the case she that's not you can still be a face and and t- be like that like you can be a tough shit 
like and still be a good guy. That's why it doesn't track me. She doesn't have to be concerned with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh it's it's ridiculous. The only thing that's interesting about this is that uh, Natalia tap. So <laughs> Ronda Rousey lost. <laughs> wow. I don't I don't know how they track tag team losses exactly with the with regular losses, but uh no, they they don't track it. They'll keep calling her undefeated. Yeah. But yeah, Ronda Ronda Rousey lost because Natalia submit to the bank statement, which was cool. <laughs> yeah. And we're just supposed to it, this is what I was talking about how you can't have face versus face is they just have to make I now now that I'm talking about, I'm even more uncomfortable because it's playing into the like loud, unreasonable black woman trope. So yeah. I just let's yeah, Raw sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mean Sasha's better as a heel, but this is not like it, none of it's heel work. It's just anytime Ronda says anything, Sasha goes, "Oh, so now it's you know it's like uh, yeah. God, this is just she's better than this. She deserves better than this." Yeah. With with Bailey, it, it it feels like uh, I I'd love to have like a heel face like friend dynamic. They won't do that <laughs> because people won't won't like make won't like make sense of it, or the creative will be like people won't get it. But like have Sasha be a heel and Bailey be a face, and like Sasha's like shitty and mean, but Bailey's like no, you're just she just like that. It's okay, and like. Get, get segments of Sasha apologizing for Bailey and then like hitting her with a chair, or you, just, <laughs> you 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 can have moments where it's like Bailey pulling Sasha away when she's going too far, or just like Bailey looking uncomfortable while Sasha's screaming, <laughs> like uh, yeah. don't do this, yeah, like don't get that, it started, yeah, <laughs> like that's kind of how I feel with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens dynamic a little bit. Like, Sami Zayn is definitely the more level-headed of them, so it kind of comes across that way. Yeah. Kind no, of like a, yeah. It, it, with them, it's like, Sami Zayn's the bad cop, and Kevin Owens is the shitty asshole cop. <laughs> 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 raw. That's, that sure is raw. Uh, Smackdown. Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's talk about the show that's enjoyable the, to watch and an hour shorter. The, the S show. S because S is Ooh. always a higher grade than A, and it's S for SmackDown Live. It's S S S rank, and then two pluses afterwards. You you did real well in that Double May Cry level. <laughs> uh, we started off with the man Becky Lynch. Uh, this is that pre pay per view promo. Hey, guess what? I'm good at wrestling, Oscar. She didn't beat me. She just climbed up a ladder and grabbed a belt. She can't beat me, which that's that's a good what that's that's actual good like confrontation. So be like, you you can't beat me because I'm better than you. And it's using using evidence to support your statement. You know, like you learn in uh writing classes and stuff mm-hmm. where Becky was like put, putting together her her paper to submit to Vince McMahon to get her a title match approved, and she had to like <laughs> pro- she had to add supporting statements to her thesis it's like oscar can't beat me why all she did was climb up a ladder to grab the belt she didn't pin me or charlotte 
Hey, wait, isn't that what the match was? <laughs> yeah. Oscar, uh, Oscar came down to the ring to uh, show off her belt and uh, make me happy because it feels good when Oscar comes out now. Yeah, again. with the title. Yeah, and she just uh, did her uh, angry screaming in Japanese, which I don't know why people were like, "Huh, she sure can't cut promos," so that's why she can't hold a belt. Because if you ask me, that's so much more interesting <laughs> when she does that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter recently talk about how the angry Japanese screaming is very good, and I agree with them. I don't think she needs to cut promos in her own language. I think yeah. she, maybe a couple a, uh, a couple words of English. I don't think yeah. she needs to cut promos in English. I meant yeah, maybe yeah, like she 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 just has to in English. She just has to be like, "You can't beat me," yeah. and then start not screaming ready in for Oscar. Yeah, and then just start screaming in Japanese because it's yeah, that's it's good, fine. it's exciting, and she can do it really fast, and you don't need to know what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and Charlotte came out and was like, "Hey, it's me, Charlotte. You know they're not just gonna not have me come out here." Did you guys forget I existed? Are you guys ready for my terrible Ken pun, my kendo stick pun? <sighs> That was cringe worthy. That hurt. Yeah, that that was. I, I'm gl- I'm glad Becky no sold the joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, absolutely. That's not a joke that deserves to ever be sold anywhere. Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, should should I should I do that? Should I go do stand up and then when people don't laugh, it's like fuck you guys. Don't no sell my joke. And yeah, then they should. don't laugh because they don't get the reference, and then I laugh inside, and it's a disaster. Yeah, and then they kick you out. Um, <laughs> they call in uh, Brock Lesnar and he F5s me out the door like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air throwing jazz out the door except with an F5 <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I heard I heard of something that Eric Bischoff did similar to the kendo stick joke but I can't remember what it was I don't know Eddie Edwards calls, calls his uh, kendo stick Kenny but he's like a psycho weirdo so it works yeah, kind of fine. an impact. <laughs> that's that's fine, I guess. What? <laughs> and with uh, uh, Sandman, they use the really uncomfortable name of uh, it's the Filipino cane, Singapore cane. What's the significance of that? Uh, just to make it seem more exotic and more like because hey. the eighties and nineties uh, hardcore wrestling uh was weird you can't just call it a kendo stick <laughs> i'm i'm sure it also had something to do with like hey uh they they torture people in these countries sometimes mm. so and also and we're not using it for its intended purpose Ooh. yeah yeah but uh yeah real bad joke and then um <laughs> what else happened in this segment charlotte Got a mad and Oscar just attacked. Well, Becky and Charlotte were uh, yelling at each other. Oscar just attacked Becky, which was weird, but it it see it falls in line with how I view Oscar. She's just this uh, she's just this amped up Japanese lady ready to fight. <laughs> it's, it's like that joke we've made about her being on like Total Divas or Total Bellas. She's not aware to the reality show, so she's just trying to fight. She's like standing outside. Uh, Daniel Bryan's house screaming, trying to get Brie to come out so she can put her in, in Oscar in, lock. 
in ring gear. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the middle of December in Aberdeen, Washington. So it's like two <laughs> degrees out. Raining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oscar with her like creepy mask standing out in the rain and the lightning strikes and illuminates. That's good. That'd be with a good the promo. That'd be a good Hell vignette. Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, then it cut to commercial and after break, uh, Becky and Oscar were fighting backstage some more. <laughs> yeah, just l- laying into each other. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Did that transition to something else? Uh, It, it just... It it just switched over to like uh, a video package explaining Naomi versus Mandy Rose. Oh yeah, let's, which, we gotta talk about this. We got we gotta recap this. All right, uh, Christmas. Mandy Rose wants to kiss Jimmy Uso, and Jimmy's like, Nah, Uso. <laughs> then then Naomi throws a shoe at her, which is kind of weird. Uh, next week, there's a te- there's a match. Between Naomi and Mandy Rose, where uh, Naomi shows that she sent Jimmy a picture of her in a towel and lets Sonya Deville get a win. Um, and then uh, the week after, you can tell how much I, I like these. Um, <laughs> the week oh, it's after, real good stuff. Uh, the, the Usos are in a tag team match against the bar for the belt tag team smackdown live tag team titles are the the bar wins lol also naomi <laughs> uh, mandy rose comes out in a towel and it's a weird statement because they, they lose because jimmy's not like enthralled by it. he's just like what's going on <laughs> he's like what the fuck are you doing yeah <laughs> He's just confused that's the thing that makes this weirder is like at no way does it seem like it's working and then Last week, they're doing a photo shoot for some reason, <laughs> and they get a Jimmy gets a gets a gets a, a package, and Jay's like, "Hey, Oose, it's I bet it's from your wife. I'm gonna read the message." He's like, "Haha, yeah, Oose, this is our anniversary <laughs> coming up. I bet, I bet it's something nice." Ooseiversary. <laughs> the Ooseiversary. <laughs> Um, and the inside, it's like a small box that has this weird, this weird, like, vaguely sexual note, and mm. it's signed by Mandy Rose, and, uh, it has her hotel room key, which I don't know why the fuck, what the fuck she's not doing at the arena, she's on the clock. Vince, yeah. do you know what she's doing? She's not fucking working. Oh, look at her, she gets a pass, come on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Vince doesn't care. And Jim, Jimmy goes to goes to the hotel room and looks uncomfortable. And the entire time in the hotel room, he's like, hey, you can't do this. We can't be doing this. I have a wife. I'm not interested in you. This is stupid. And but, and we got say we have like M- Mandy Rose just being like, I don't even care about them. Haha, I'm, I just hate Naomi so much. For no reason. And he's like, haha. Nice try. You're not going to ruin my marriage. And Naomi's there. It's uncomfortable. It's the attitude stupid. era galaxy brain play there would have been to send Jay. See, that's what I was hoping. I don't know Jay's marital status, but that's okay. If he's if he's single, that makes this even better. Where he like <laughs> he he goes because that's how I would do it. Like it's a good switcheroo and it's funny because you get 
you get that happening and you have like the paparazzi guy come and take pictures as they're like making out and or like just vaguely kissing because it's pg um yeah. and then she, and then and then after <laughs> after the paparazzi the paparazzi guy comes out takes pictures and he's like huh what was that and she's like haha your marriage is over and he's like wow you can't even tell that i'm not jimmy and then she looks shocked and the camera turns to show Naomi standing in the doorway. So you get, like, the same payoff of Naomi getting revenge, but you get the really funny moment of, of like, <laughs> of Jay being like, ha-ha, it's actually me. And then <laughs> the camera, like, pans to Jay, and he's, like, licking his lips and, like, st- like fixing his hair and, like, rubbing yeah. his hands. Like, that was good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was fully expecting. And then I was just confused when we got the... When we got the... Um, I just came to your hotel room to tell you I'm not interested in you. It's like, dude, what? But that's how we got to this match. And this match... Uh, I honestly don't remember this match. <laughs> it wasn't a great match. It was... Um, Na- Naomi uh, uh, beating, beating up Mandy Rose... And then a bunch of cheating because there's heels. And then Mandy Rose took advantage of a of a distraction cheat. By, Interference by to win. Sonny Deville. Yeah, so it's like, hey, try to break up a marriage and then you get to win. Hmm. Maybe there's, obviously, we talked earlier about the rumble feuds maybe there's something planned for there definitely something planned for there yeah. maybe it'll end there but we still yeah, have uh, women's Ma- tag Ma- stuff mandy and sonia are in a tag team so they have to need to show them uh doing stuff too first yeah so there's that yeah and i think it's just to, to to show mandy as an actual competitor <laughs> she can win even if it's not legit yeah uh so how do you feel about the Miz and Shane McMahon as a tag team? I don't know. I really cannot tell you how I feel about it. On one hand, it's cool that there's a new tag team on SmackDown Live that isn't just the Usos or the New Day or the Bludgeon Brothers or you know whatever else we got from SmackDown for a year and a half. But also, I don't want Shane McMahon to be a tag champion because... Like, someone else could be doing that. Someone else who is much more interesting to watch than Shane McMahon. You know, there's there's a couple crazies huddled around a flaming barrel who definitely... Oh, I mean... They're they're either waiting to get the tag titles or be called in to do the Escape from New York remake. And (laughs) I feel like that second one's going to happen sooner. Robert Rodriguez is done working on Battle Angel Aelita. He can go all in on the Escape from New York remake. John Carpenter, it's me, EY. <laughs> me and my buddies got a proposition for you. John Carpenter's just like, I'm not even, get it out of here. Hangs up his phone. It's He's like going through his like uh, voicemails on his home phone. <laughs> hey, it's EY. Johnny, it's me, EY. Chaos! D- delete, delete, delete. <laughs> it's like I, this is this is why i stopped doing movies put roddy piper in one and all these fucking wrestlers want to be more <laughs> and then he goes back to trying to make music with a labo piano 
why didn't why why weren't uh, Roddy Piper and Keith David uh, tag team champions? That would have been awesome. <laughs> I think Keith David Ro- would have been a good wrestler. R- Rowdy Roddy Piper and the Arbiter slash Captain Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he's so cool. Keith David would be a good. It uh, would probably be a good wrestler. He'd definitely be a good tag team partner. He'd at the very least be a good manager. Yeah, because that's that's what he that's what he is, and everything he's ever done is supporting black guy. Yeah. Y- yes. And but, he, but he's a supporting character who holds his own. That's what differentiates yeah. him. The, his his wildest role he's ever voiced or been in is probably the arbiter, and he's like. <laughs> What is what is he in that? Uh, a shamed general who's just <laughs> discovering like, oh wow, these people I believed are idiots. <laughs> Oops. Uh, yeah, this, this, the, the Miz. The Miz is a face now. You can't tell me otherwise. And it's uncomfortable. The Miz shouldn't be a face ever. He's like a goofy face. He's like stupid. He's like, hey, yeah. Shane, what's going on, bud? Please He's just like be an awkward friend. loser, which I guess kind of works, but from whatever, whatever I see online when people talk about his last face run, it was really bad and no one liked it. I'm not loving this, and he, Elias feels like he was demoted, and The Miz also feels like he was demoted. Feels It feels fucked up that The Miz has only held a, a world title once. Yeah. I feel like if he held it more... Uh, people would complain that someone who isn't a, a gifted or technically good wrestler has held the title a lot, but like, so what? I, I feel like the Miz is is a good enough wrestler. Y- yeah, like, absolutely. Like I can understand when he debuts and like, why does Ryan Seacrest have a tag belt? This is fucking stupid. Because that's what it's he not was. like. It's not like he didn't get better over that ten year period. You know, like it's not like. It's not like he's an outsider guy either. He's talked about it. he loved wrestling growing up. Yeah, he didn't just do this because he was like, "Well, I got the body and uh, I can," you know. <laughs> yeah. He's when people talk about the Miz and they go, "Oh, well, he's not the best wrestler." It's like, well, he's still really good. <laughs> yeah, he's not AJ Styles <laughs> or Daniel Bryan. Oops. And also, if you tell that guy to go watch Ring of Honor, then he probably doesn't want to go watch Ring of Honor. He's like, "I don't want to." I want to watch more than two pay-per-views a year, which they they have more, but they'd probably have some bullshit reason. Because to be a wrestler, you gotta also have personality. (laughs) Uh, Wow, surprise there! Someone could argue against that with someone like Bret Hart or Daniel Bryan, or someone's like definitely Bret Hart. Yeah, all the technical wrestlers who don't have personalities, you don't give a shit about, like Jason Jordan or Chad Gable. Yep. That's how often is Bret Hart talked about in comparison to even some, you know, like Shawn Michaels and, and Razor Ramon. Hardly, but like if you watch Bret Hart, I've been watching a lot of Bret Hart stuff recently. There's periods of time where he cut, he's cutting promos before going out and it's like, shit, dude, that was not good. That's like people complain about Bailey when she does shit like that. But then yeah. he goes out and his presence in the ring is enough personality. Yeah. He hits he hits the poses while the music is playing. And it's just like, you, you get it immediately. Like, sure, he's not cutting a fire-ass Hogan promo, yeah. but he's you you believe he can he can kick yeah. someone's ass. If Kurt, if Kurt Angle didn't find, like, a character, like, if they just would have, if Vince would have been stubborn and kept him a babyface, we'd be having threads now like 
you know, why didn't Kurt Angle get the chance that, that he deserved? Yeah, yeah. Like, and <laughs> with Kurt, it was just, I'll, you know, sure, Vince, I'll do it. I'll wear the stupid little hat and go, yeehaw, while the camera <laughs> fucking zooms out on me. Yep. <laughs> there was a time when he when he didn't want to do that, but he eventually just shut up and listened. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this match is, uh, it's, the, it's the bar wins all. And also, Cesaro, please, please be a singles competitor. God, please. Please, please. Just do anything to get to distance yourself from uh, uh, Scottish Roman Reigns. There, I said it. Holy shit. <laughs> I just, Holy I just, I just, shit. I just, I just dropped two fucking scalding lava hot uh, tea, cups of tea there. By saying Holy that he can't shit. just be good at wrestling to be a good wrestler. And that also Sheamus is just a, a fucking Roman Reigns, but pale and Scottish. Yeah. You you can just be good at wrestling to just be a good, like, in-ring performer. But if you're looking to go further and go up and up, yeah. some of these televised and, and recorded things are going to want you to have something going on with your character. There's a reason Falaba is hanging out at Impact, right? Like, yeah. there's a reason Falaba is just not doing shit at fairgrounds forever. It's, it's funny. It's cool. You know, people like seeing yeah. the, the, the silly dude, you know, belly flop on people. Yeah. Yeah, that's because I don't I don't want to talk about this because I'm so uncomfortable with uh, Shane, Shane and Miz as a tag team. Uh, the 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 stuff the bar wins lol. Uh, Shane almost kills himself, but the bar, but he gets saved by Sheamus kicking him off the top uh, up the top turnbuckle. So thank God. And then they uh they beat up Shane and the Miz. <sighs> yeah, let's talk about the next thing. Um. Vince McMahon moderates AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan face-to-face before their title match at Royal Rumble. Uh, I'll sum this one up. Daniel Bryan chills the truth about da- baby boomers and people in Wichita, Kansas, boo. <laughs> uh, see, I, I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing all sorts of different statements about this. Like, uh, the tr- uh, true, true heels are the ones who tell the truth and people don't want to believe it. Which I think might be I, the best, the best. Way I think to I saw it. that, and yeah, I kind of, I kind of believe that, but it's, it's just the confusing booking how we've seen heels booked in the last like year, like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They are fully justified up until they took it too far, which was attacking Shane after they had got their way. After Shane's like, okay, guys, you win, I lost. And then they don't know what to do anymore. They just have so much pent up anger that they attack him. Like, th- I feel like that the long term storytelling setup for that wasn't intentional. But up until then, it's just how they book heels is like half the time they're in the right, but they but they don't act the certain way, so they're the bad guys. And that's what this is, Daniel Bryan, and this is a commentary on uh how uh. MAGA hat weirdos uh, act is they just instigate and act shitty and then the other guys like if if the other guys not like hey man here here's why my side they're if they like are angry about it they're a bad guy that's why Daniel Bryan is a bad guy because he's telling people hey 
this is destroying the environment. Hey, we're not going to have clean water in 10 years. Hey, we're not going to have clean oxygen in 10 years. Hey, baby boomers are directly responsible for all the problems going on in this world. You're parasites on the earth. And you think people would chew that because it's true. And you think people would chew that because old people don't pay attention to storyline segments in wrestling. <laughs> no, they do not. <laughs> Cameron's dad. I sleep. Um, absolutely. <laughs> if I asked my dad about this right now, he'd probably be like, I like AJ Styles. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> yeah. The actual segment was uh, the, cha- the champion and his opponent are face-to-face in a match happening on Sunday. Can they? Can the emotions stay calm until Sunday? No. It sure can't. It sure can't. Uh, AJ Styles tried to do a phenomenal forearm, but Daniel Bryan threw uh, Vince in, in front of him, so he couldn't. Which, I wish Vince would have taken that bump. <coughs> I'm sure he would have loved to, but, you know, ancient. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I would, but they don't have enough Vicodin out there for it. You know, I think he took all the hard bumps he could for a couple years with the um, Kevin Owens headbutt in 2017. Yeah, I think that I think that took a lot out of him. <laughs> and then Daniel Bryan got the knee, and you, you know what? You know what I realized about the about Daniel Bryan's knee. The that knee. It, that it, that is true about like the Claymore and stuff. That if a mo- doing some kind of strike makes you fall down too, it's more believable that it hurts. Oh, yeah. Because like... you're doing so much force, you you lift yourself off the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think um, uh, John Cena's uh, lightning fist needs to have some kind of a recoil to it, even though it looks ridiculous. It looks silly as hell. <laughs> but I'd be, I'd be completely fine with it. <laughs> After that, after that segment, we got a really weird promo video of uh, Mustafa Ali. That's just like him uh, uh, assuming it's supposed to be like the streets of Chicago, talking about like it's, yeah. <laughs> Out there, I learned this, and I'm gonna stand up to you, Joe. You're a bully. I like his promos. I think he does those himself. He shoots those himself. Oh, nice. I think I think that he had a lot of them in 205 Live, where he'd just be like. On the train tracks in the middle of the night, in you know, like wherever they are, like uh, t- Tennessee or something. And the impact he's zone. Cu- yeah, he's just cutting a promo, and I think that's I think that's more because I feel like I don't know for sure, and if someone listening knows better, maybe I'll ask Dave on tw- uh, Big <laughs> Dave on Twitter. He'll probably tell me. I feel like they get free reign. Someone asked them like, "We need you to do a promo segment." And and their response is okay, and you know usually it's just Lana like holding the phone out and her and Rusev talking into the phone, and I feel like Ali takes it the next step. He's like, "This mm-hmm. would be cool. I want it to reflect me, you know, hard streets of Chicago. Yeah, I, I want it to. I want it to really like the content of you know the, the content of my words to really uh, ref, uh, reflect the feud that's going on and really like play into Joe being a bully. He's attacking people all the time. He's not going to get one over on me." And you know it has really good scenery. Some of his promos or his uh, his promo videos in Two or Five Live were black and white. Hmm. I don't, I, maybe this one was too. Like this one was like had he, like a filter on it. He he definitely tries as hmm. as as hard as he can, and I feel like they're like grade A 
uh, video package stuff for um, <clears throat> its promos and vignettes and things like that, opposed to just, you know, standing somewhere near crates backstage and talking about how, you know, Brandy Orton's not going to get one over on you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do like his... I do like his promo stuff, but this match, I'm going to be honest, I think I went to the bathroom during this, which makes me feel really bad. That's okay. Uh, you're, you're fine. Um, it's can, can, can David beat Goliath here? Well, almost. Mustafa Ali can stand up to Joe pretty well, uh, but... Uh, Joe's Joe's gonna put him to sleep. Is that what happened, Coquina Clutch? Yeah, Coquina Clutch. After uh, set up for an O five four or O four five, where he he's set set it up for uh getting that, but as he jumped, he got caught and Coquina Clutch. That's kind of cool. I might go back and try to watch this match because I I like Mustafa Ali a lot. I'm sure this will play into Sunday in some way. Joe Joe's good as always. I like I like Joe. What what do, what do you think of the of the last match of the night? Uh, I it, think his like name Tor- is Andrade Cien Almas. That's what I know. Like his Sh- name was Robert Paulson from Fight Club. Shouldn't it? If they're gonna shorten it, shouldn't they just do Almas or Cien? Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I think Andrade and Cien both feel an implication of like. There's still more to come. There's still more words to use. E- yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know. I read something about how these two could become a tag team in the future, and that's why these matches are getting the play that they are. That'd be Even if they team. don't. Hmm. That'd be an incredible tag team. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, a team worthy of the belts, and it would be a passing of the torch. For, yeah. I was the luchador in this promotion for twenty years or so. Ever, <laughs> N- yeah. Now it's you, and I think that'd be perfect. And yeah, it'd be a good way to put Andrade in a in a spot where he's not exactly a heel, but maybe not exactly a face either. So he could just sort of do whatever, and maybe get himself in the in the title picture. Um, the matches themselves this week and last week absolutely must watch matches. Yeah, I can't really describe them in any way other than like th- that's 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 lucha wrestling. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, best two out of three falls. Two um, out of three falls in Iron Man matches shouldn't be on uh, regular broadcast. They should only be on pay per views because yeah, they sh- we shouldn't have commercial breaks just because yeah. it's not going to happen. I'm sure the referee, there's probably the referee definitely gives wrestlers signals from like, Hey, we're about to go to commercial break or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not, there's not going to be a pinfall during a commercial break, but still the thought in the back of my head of like during an Iron Man match or something like that. Oh, what if we miss one of them? Like that's, that makes me as a viewer less interested. Yeah. And I feel like things like that did happen when we were kids. It was yeah. like, Oh, while you guys were gone, so-and-so gained a pinfall or, yeah. Uh, during like a battle royale, like half the guys would get eliminated, and it's like, what the fuck? I've missed this now. And uh, Rey Mysterio got like ninety-seven sunset flips, which, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Every single time he does it so effortlessly, and that's a move that requires both of them to 
to be coordinated enough to do it and make it look good. But God damn. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, these are like, these are like pay-per-view matches. I think, I think this one, it was either this one or last week's was given by our Lord and Savior Melty four stars. So <laughs> that's, that's good for uh, a regular broadcast, I'd imagine. Yeah. That's that's really good, I think. And um, uh, y- y- you know, there's always reports about how Almus is always unhappy with his situation, and like he was gonna leave NXT until they added Zelina Vega, and that he's been unhappy with his place on SmackDown. And I'm not willing to believe those rumors because I I, I don't like those because they they paint Almus to be like a whiny baby backstage, like uh, Austin Aries. That's what they make him out to be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after someone's like, why isn't it my turn? Meh. Yeah, but also uh, and I also, I also they're showcasing those very are well. They show, they're showcasing incredibly well here. I don't think anyone watching, especially, it, it helps that it's against Rey Mysterio, but it, it helps in the fact that there's someone who's another who's another luchador, and um, he's going to know how to sell things, and they're going to know how to cooperate better, even if they've never had a match yet. I'm sure they've wrestled before WWE. There's no way they haven't. Uh, yeah, I I bet you could look back and that almost his dad and Rey Mysterio are best friends or something like that. So yeah, um, or or their dads are best friends or something. yeah, because Mysterio's what forty two and Almas is what like thirty one. So yeah, they were kids around the same time. They probably yeah. Rey Mysterio Senior was friends with Almas Senior. Yeah, because uh, when he was in WCW, he was Rey Mysterio Junior. Don't forget that. And yeah, true believers, and was a no limit soldier. Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, the this this the the I I fell asleep during the ending because um, first it was super cool because Smojo came out and put uh Rey Mysterio into uh Coquina Clutch and was like, damn, Rey Mysterio is like half the size of Smojo, and then it ended and Joe was beating him up. He's like, hey. I'm in the rumble and I'm gonna win, and then I just kind of fell asleep, and then I I was startled awake because I, I fell asleep about like two seconds before it sounded like Samojo hit the mat, and then I woke up because my TV was belting out something about hearing voices in in its head, and I had That's to make weird. sure I wasn't having a nightmare, you know. Yeah. And then I hear commentary and like, oh okay. You haven't seen Randy Orton in two weeks. Guess what? RKO out, out, out of nowhere meme. It's the meme, guys. The it's meme. the meme. Hey. It's the, the meme's here. Yep, that's... The, the meme. That's the end of that. Randy Orton is the copyright logo as SmackDown ends. Uh, yeah. So, let's... You want to talk about the pay-per-views coming up this weekend? Yeah, let's start with the uh, with the uh, NXT Takeover Phoenix. There's five matches. Okay. I haven't watched NXT in like over a month. That's okay because they have vignettes at the beginning to remind me that stuff happened. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono. Um, what do you got? Who you got? Uh, thrown out. DQ. I oh. think Cassius Ono is going to do something real bad. And it's going to carry the feud to at least another big taping main event where it ends. Bro, 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 bro. What about bro. you? Who you got? You're going with bro? I mean, I want Matt Riddle to win. It won't be in two seconds. Like at War Games. But... <laughs> I forgot about that. That's awesome. <laughs> but I can see I can see Matt Riddle going over. Matt Riddle's just cool. I can't Hell wait yeah, for, he is. for him and uh, Keith Lee to be NXT Tag Champs. Oh, yes. Bask in my glory, bro. <laughs> um, NXT North American Championship. Champion Ricochet versus uh, broken Johnny Gargano. Not broken as in uh, Matt Hardy broken, but like punished. Punished Johnny Gargano. Venom Johnny Gargano. <laughs> yeah. Evil heel Johnny. Um, I'm gonna go with gonna go with Johnny. Hmm. Do you think they're gonna they're gonna position Ricochet to leave NXT sooner? Or do you think, I he, think... He, or do you think he has main main uh the NXT title? Yeah, I think that's possible. They never keep people with the belt for too long, except for a couple exceptions. And that seems like a good place to put him. And there's also something in my mind I'm kind of like brewing up of an uh, with an idea that I think could happen and would be really cool. Um, and it would hmm. raise the stakes to end a certain feud. But that feud might be a partnership uh, hmm. sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, who you got in this one? Uh, I definitely I, I haven't been watching, so I can't can't say through through the previous booking. But I do feel like they'll want to cap. Gargano could win through some like shitty means, and I feel like Gargano before Gargano leaves NXT, he needs to have a redemption arc, and his redemption will be winning the NXT Championship at some point, as yeah. either mid match or right after something turning him face. Um, but I think he needs a redemption before he goes up to main roster. Uh, house yeah. shows and stuff he's been teaming up with Tommaso Ciampa because they're both heels and that feels weird kayfabe wise yeah and it could be something they plan for the future but if it's not that's my idea is that he'll be North American champion and then he'll look to unify the two belts by beating Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver mm -hmm. uh, Brooklyn or New York I guess it's called um, that, and that that'll would be, be really good. cool yeah if that's possible <laughs> but you know we just fantasy booking over here um, next match. Uh, Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. It's been like half a year in the making. Yeah. Remember how much uh, Veronica and Tyler loved the War Raiders popping up at the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the end of their tag match. <laughs> we need to we need to get them to watch TakeOver Phoenix somehow. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we do. Um... <clears throat> I'm gonna go with the War Raiders. Hmm. I know that that to me, even in my mind that doesn't make sense, but uh, well, I, uh, I think it, I want to see it <laughs> bad enough to make a bad prediction. So, well, uh, I, I do. I, well, I do definitely understand 
that and Undisputed Era have had the titles for so long uh, since Mania last year and like a a week. The, the Mustache Mountain had them for like a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they they won them just to make uh, UK hype. Like that's that's all that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, to get those people Royal Albert Hall screaming. <laughs> and uh, Mustache Mountain got fucked over again at Takeover Blackpool, which is really yep. funny. Yep. Which I, I feel like the storytelling they're going to do with them is like, they finally did it! Yeah, it so. is. Uh, and Tyler Bates going to have two belts. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see Undisputed Era winning, but War Raiders winning would be cool. Just to change it for a little bit. But yeah. I honestly think Undisputed Era is coming up soon, so mm-hmm. if they have like a rematch at TakeOver uh, New York and lose, I could see that, but yeah. who knows? Rhodes Tag Team Classic is probably going to be starting up after this week, huh? Yeah, yeah, it is. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Hey. Hey. My, my my pick is for uh, The Mighty. Oh, wait. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm funny. No. Um, NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler versus the undefeated Bianca Belair. Shayna wins, lol. <laughs> or Shayna retains, lol. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, this is uh this is unfortunately going to be an I sleep match. Yeah. It's uh, a bummer because every woman that's faced here has been really cool, but it, it's it's weird that the 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 biggest thing Ronda Rousey has done for me is made me at least appreciate that Shayna Baszler has some kind of character going for her. Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh being an asshole versus uh. Uh, nothing, but I'm. She's more. She's more interesting than Ronda Rousey. But I still sleep with with MMA people. I I fell asleep with Brock Lesnar when I was eight eight years old. I fall asleep with Brock Lesnar when I'm 24 years old. And now I fall asleep with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey at 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I think that <laughs> I think they're all capable of good matches. It's just poor booking. And Poor I think promo work. He, yeah, Ronda's a great wrestler, but it's not clear what you're ever supposed to think. I th- I think other than like, oh, I like her. Um, and with Shayna, I think Shayna's being super booked because they were probably going to try to do horsewomen. But if Ronda is leaving, horsewomen is not impossible. Obviously, Ronda could just come back get in shape for mania you know if she has a baby or whatever in the next year she get in yeah. shape for mania next year and they could still do it yeah you know, she could she could appear you know after some pay-per-view or something like that she can but, she, yeah she can be at like the end of credits of a pay-per-view like attacking yeah. bailey or sasha or something or Char- after, it'd, be, it'd be charlotte what am i talking about yeah attacking charlotte after charlotte beat Shayna baszler because Shayna baszler was fast-tracked after making yeah. main roster yeah, yeah i could i could totally see that but i think it's you don't exactly have to book her to be superhero anymore because it's not impossible for it to happen but it's yeah it's chances go down now if she does leave after this mania but yeah. she she might stay you know who knows uh yeah it's a yeah, wrestling rumor so it's a wrestling rumor, so it could be as true as Jet Set Radio 3 coming out. Do you see that, like, once a year? 
Nope. <laughs> That's how ridiculous wrestling rumors are. And then the, the main event, Tommaso Ciampa versus Aleister Black. Aleister Black never got his rematch, and he earned it by beating Johnny Gargano. Um, Tommaso Ciampa wins. That's that's my guess. My 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 uh my forward thinking guess is that Johnny Gargano beats Tommaso beats Ricochet for the belt, and then interferes in the match in a way the referee doesn't see. And like takes out Alistair Black in some way using the belt, like choking him with it or like just hitting him with it, and yeah. in a way that symbolizes I took every I I took everything from you, and I still have something. I I yeah. got something out of it. You didn't. Yeah, and, and you need to keep that because the story's not going to end this way. I'm going to take that from you, not yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Champa will, yeah, Champa will definitely see it happen, but he's not going to do anything because he still gets to keep his belt. Yeah, it's it's exciting. NXT pay per views always have me excited. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be an exciting match. <laughs> so I'm I'm re- I'm excited for this entire pay per view. Excited for this yeah. weekend, actually. I'm excited for this weekend too. You know why else? Uh, this weekend is exciting because it's the Royal Rumble. Obviously, let's. Let's let's go through. You did NXT. I'll do uh, the Royal Rumble. I'll ask you okay. um, about some of these. I know I know you have a very good insight on this one. Cruiserweight Championship match between champion Buddy Murphy, Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami on the kickoff show. Uh, the first two matches on the kickoff show. They moved the U.S. Championship match to the pre-show. Yeah, not well. a surprise. Um, uh, my uh, Buddy Murphy wins. Since there's so many people in it, it's just, you know. But to, you know. to solidify Buddy Murphy as, like, a strong champ. Yeah, he beat three other people. I'm, I should watch 205 Live uh, <laughs> soon to see what the one before Rumble was like. Yeah, um, yeah Buddy Murphy, definitely. Uh, I 100% agree with that. All right, United States Championship match. Uh, United States Champion Rusev. Uh, versus Shinsuke Nakamura, who's getting his rematch. Yeah, the R- Rusev wins because it's a pre-show, so they're not gonna have a title change on a pre-show. Yeah, and it's gonna be short, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um. Next up, main card. Um, Ooh, yeah. SmackDown Tag Team Championship match between the Bar, Sheamus, and Cesaro, and the Miz and Shane McMahon. Uh, my my regular guess would be the bar wins, lol. But uh, mm-hmm. the Miz and Shane winning could uh could happen. I can see it happening. So I could I could definitely see it happening, and I could see them losing being a catalyst to the to a breakup because it's like we lost to the idiot and the old man. Come on, yeah. Know? But they've also had some comedy losses in the past that making didn't break moves, them up, so moves, I don't know. Making million dollar moves. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to go with The Miz and Shane McMahon. Hmm. See, I'd like the bar to break up because uh, then Cesaro can... Uh, Have a beat, singles push. He can, be, he can hold both the U.S. title and the WWE title at the same time. Imagine Cesaro 
European uppercutting Brock Lesnar like six times, doing the big swing to him, and then doing the what is it called? Um, doing a Superman swing to Brock Lesnar would be incredible. Yeah, and what's the? It's it's not like it's not the interceptor or the. Um, I can't remember the name of his really cool finisher. He like cracks his neck. Mm. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. The Miz and Shane. Um, next up, <laughs> uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match between champion Oscar and Becky Lynch. So I have two predictions with this. One, uh, this is what's going to start off the the actual pay per view. Two. Okay. Uh, Becky Lynch is going to lose and then win the Rumble later. The Women's Rumble is going to be the last match. And because it's going to start for two reasons. One, so Becky can recover in time to beat, to like throw out Carmella or like take someone's spot in the Rumble. And because what better way to get people excited for the pay-per-view than uh, Becky's music hitting? Like, it's like, yeah. this is the Royal Rumble. And it's just, whoa. Yeah. Like, I think, I think you're right. It's gonna, it'll make Oscar look strong. Um, she'll barely beat Becky, and then Becky will come back into the Rumble and win. I am two hundred thousand percent betting on Becky to win the Rumble. And I, at, at the worst, it's gonna be a top. It's gonna be Becky and uh, Charlotte win the Rumble, kind of like when uh, Brett and Lex Luger won the Rumble. You, you took my thing, and <laughs> yes. I'm going with Oscar. We'll talk about it more when we get to the women's rumble. <laughs> um, Raw Women's Championship match. Champion Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks. We don't even really need to talk about this one. Uh, Sasha Banks gets fed to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey g- grows three levels and gains five pounds. All right. Um, WWE Championship match between champion the new Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Versus the real AJ Styles. <laughs> Um, I I don't see Daniel Bryan losing his his world title. Yeah, and AJ Styles um, has never been in an elimination chamber match. I don't think he might have been nope. in one. I think he's going to be in the elimination chamber. Um, a lot of people think he's going to lose to Daniel Bryan and then sign with AEW. I don't think that's happening. I I think he's at least going to be around until the next Mania. Yeah, the, there's it's... some there's some well... stuff that he's got left to do. Yeah, there's like stuff he's got here, and when I think of like these big big guys signing with AEW, people are just thinking that like they can get whoever they want because all those people are tired of working for that company. That's you, not the case. But if you like AJ Styles and stuff, uh, some of the things and like with Daniel Bryan, some of those things those like more tenured guys want in the WWE, and that it's handed to them because they're big names and stuff. They don't want to work as many live events. They don't want to do this, this, and this, this. They're not going to want to sign with a startup company because even though that company can promise them that stuff, they don't, they're still going to feel an obligation because it's a startup that they're going to need to get that constant drawing power. So that's why big names that are currently with this company aren't going to just hop on over. Yeah. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles could show up in AEW in three, four years. But yeah. I think AJ right Styles now. has said he's close to the end of his career or yeah. even several years ago. He's definitely close to his signing with, career. <laughs> yeah. Several years ago, before even signing with WWE, he said, 
there was only a couple things he had left to do. Even if he leaves WWE, I don't see him going to AEW to to work. You know, he's yeah. gonna, he's going to show up for all out or you know whatever the pay per view is called and face Kenny or you know Cody or something, and that's it. He's yeah. he's gone. You know, he yeah. might be on the next taping for yeah. you know a little bit to cut a promo or talk about something or raise someone's hand or yeah. say I was wrong. But yeah. that's he's not he's not gonna go and sign a big ass contract with AEW and work for them for two three years. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. And also, you have to think about incentives. AEW's not gonna have in- incentive bonuses or anything like that immediately. Yeah, WWE does, and AJ Styles is a top three merch mover. So yeah, we have he's getting <laughs> bonuses for that. <laughs> we haven't been able to talk about AEW on here much yet, but the uh, the, the main thing with it is. is exciting but uh the rumors about who could possibly sign with them are really fucking dumb (laughs) i think a lot of those rumors are pretty wild and other ones are um possible like goldberg i think is you could get goldberg to show up in at tapings and then yeah stuff like have a pay-per-view match it's usually like all these people are gonna leave wwe the bad company for the new good one yeah, it's it's, I, I, it's it's like uh, Jeff Keighley creating the console wars narrative. Yeah, that's what I it's, don't like about it. It's yeah, that's that's not good. But you know, if the revival or you know Mike and Maria leave to go to AEW, I think that's good for them. That's you know, if they're not happy or if they're not getting what what they want out of being in WWE, who who. It, if you don't want to just sit backstage and, and not do stuff, if you actually want to be top guys and another promotion's offering you that, who's also going to be on TV, you know, who's going to have big pay-per-views, who have uh, veterans around helping make decisions and set stuff up. They have a lot of money, not nearly as much as WWE. Not, just because yeah. they have a billionaire backing them, that's something that I think people, people are confused by too. Just because the Khan family is backing them, yeah, they own the Jaguars and... Uh, a huge football club in England. That doesn't mean they have WWE money. It's not yeah. AEW is going to cost a lot to get off the ground, and then it needs to sustain itself. It's not. That's, oh, they're they're just going to have unlimited money. That's I'm not how that hoping, works. I just I'm just hoping they abuse the cons bank account like uh they, like Eric Bischoff abused uh, Ted Turner's bank account. Yeah, give give Goldberg ten million dollars for one pay per view match <laughs> for two matches. Uh, let's so so stupid. Those Uni- Universal Championship: Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Brock Lesnar, but I really want Finn Balor to win. Yeah, that's everyone watching, everyone listening, everyone watching. And there's going to be that moment where you think Finn Balor can do it, but will he actually do it? I don't know. A much more interesting so. WrestleMania match would be Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman. Braun can do a little bit more than Brock. Braun cares a little bit more than Brock. Or Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Seth Rollins wins the Rumble. Give us heel Balor. I know he has a yeah. nice smile, but give us heel Balor. Did, did he say he's not going to be the, the demon's not going to show up at Royal Rumble? Uh, I think he might have to because uh, if the demon comes out, they're not going to. If they have Brock bury the demon. I think Vince knows at least that much that people will unsubscribe that night if Brock buries people, the demon. People would probably... Because I don't think this is going to be the last match to go on. I think the men's rumble will be the last it's, match to go on. It's one of the two rumbles, yeah. Yeah, it, I think this will be one of the last three or four matches. Say yeah. this is the fourth match. This is going to be in between the two the two rumbles. Yeah, so say this is the, this is the 
second to last match. There's still a men's rumble. There's still an hour of a pay-per-view you paid for. Yeah. If Brock beat uh, Demon Finn Balor, that arena would clear out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be really, really, really bad. So, And also, Demon Finn Balor is like a guaranteed win. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It makes sense that he's not going as the Demon Finn Balor. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He needs to okay. have a Demon entrance with the title belt, though. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about the Royal Rumble matches. Uh, so women's thirty, the second ever thirty woman Royal Rumble. There's twenty entrants confirmed. Uh, Carmella is confirmed for the number thirty spot. Uh, we're not, we don't want to name everyone that's in there because that that's just wasting time. Yeah. But I want you. Uh, I think for this we should predict a uh, couple people we think are going to be surprise entrants and the winner. I think Becky is going to win. That'd be stupid not to. It'd be completely fucking dumb not to. I think at, I think the best case scenario is Charlotte and Becky both win because then they can main event WrestleMania against Ronda Rousey. Um, I think if they're going to have the first women main eventing WrestleMania, this is the year with Becky being as hot as she is with crowds. Um my the surprises I think are gonna happen are gonna be Trish and Lita, definitely. Um, I think we're going to see a couple of May Young Classic entrances. I think specifically Hiroyo Matsumoto because after she lost, she did in her interview segment she said she wanted to get signed by NXT, and I think that could be their announcement of her being signed would be her entering the Rumble. Um, maybe Mako Satomura because she made it to the fucking semifinals. Um, We'll definitely see EO, Shayna Baszler, um, uh, Dakota Kai. That's one of out on one of the two, Shayna or Bianca. One of the two from the yeah, from the and, title match the night before. And we'll probably see uh, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, or one of the other. Yeah, you 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 covered it. <laughs> There's uh, probably gonna be something I'm not gonna drop. They're not gonna have. There's no way they're not gonna have an NXT UK woman be on there. Tony Storm just won the women's title, which I think was the whole point of her losing it, not winning the uh, inaugural match, is so she could have that moment of she won it. So I think her or Rhea Ripley or both will show up. <laughs> I think. <laughs> y- yeah. Um. If we're talking about winning. I think they're gonna do a, a, I think they're gonna do the double victory between Charlotte and Becky. Uh, I think those two are gonna win together, and then Vince is gonna come out and be like, "We've had this situation happen before in the past. You both win, so you both have to decide together who you want." And they're instantly both gonna say, "Ronda Rousey." So he, he's he's not gonna storm down to the ring and tear both of his fucking it's leg so muscles. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Like, Both of his quads. <laughs> that's that's so wild because like Cena and Batista weren't supposed to eliminate each other at the same time. So Vince, that's a disaster. Vince runs it's down, and tears finish. his quads trying to get into the ring, and he has to insane. sit there and make the decision. <laughs> insane finish. Absolutely. It'll be insane. Stephanie tearing her quads. What if Stephanie wins the rumble? Oh my god. Okay, uh, and then <laughs> well, let's not do that. Um, he. <laughs> Um, surprise entrance, you covered them all. Tony, Rhea, um, 
because there's going to be less older women this time. You're not going to have Molly yeah. Holly and Jacqueline and and um, Vicky Guerrero. They're not going to be there. So, um, um, also, this is a fun thing. I don't know if you saw on Twitter, but uh, Lay Cool said that if WWE was interested, they would be down to have a shot at the women's tag titles. They're definitely going to be in some sort of tournament or something. Yeah. So, and this would be a good time for them to show up. Um, yeah. But we're not going to have like you... Jacqueline. Like... No. No, we're not going to have like 50-year-old women showing up in the Rumble. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It was really cool to have them for the first Rumble, but this one's going to be more about today and tomorrow than yesterday. Yeah. Um, you said Satamora. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Zaya Brookside, Isla Dawn, and yeah. Mercedes Martinez. Oh yeah, <laughs> are three more that I that I have that I think could be there. Um, There's so much of the edit of the indie talent that they signed up for women that like <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to say who exactly, but we'll get quite a bit from the May Young yeah. Classic. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think Oscar will win earlier in the night. Uh, Becky will, I think. Be- I think. She'll place think, one of the iconics, probably, or like I think Mickey Becky. James. I think Becky will stomp Carmella and come out at thirty. That'd be satisfying. <laughs> I think they'll get, you'll get a FAB. You know, her music starts and it's like, where is she? And then they'll show Becky stomping her backstage. It'll show her because, like Beck splodering her into a bunch of like uh, storage yeah. boxes. It's 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 better, I think, to do that for someone because they did it. I watched it recently. It was, it was um a surprise entrance where like test was supposed to come out. And then he was like beaten up backstage. And it was when Steve Austin was the general manager. Mm. And I can't, I can't remember who it was that came out, but it was like a crazy, it was a crazy surprise entrance. But I think when you beat up someone who is like legitimate in some way, that's more like, Oh my God, this person really wants it. Um, and I think, I think she will, I think she'll stomp Carmella and then come out at 30 and then it will be, her and Charlotte, and they'll get a good like ten minutes by themselves, and then Charlotte will clo- try to clothesline Becky out, and Becky will hold on to her, and yeah, all four of their feet <laughs> will hit the ground at the same time, and everybody yep. at Chase Field will be screaming, and they'll be looking around like, "What the fuck just happened?" And, yeah. and they're gonna have nuts. super special entrances at this Rumble. They're gonna be running out of like the yeah. dugout or whatever. Yeah, which is weird. interesting. Yeah, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I'm not dogging it. It might. Yeah. I'm just worried it will get in the way of the match. That's what I don't want to happen. Like, yeah. Because like what? What? There was a ve- there was a venue we were at the Royal Rumble one time. Uh, bigger guys. The ramp was so long. Bigger guys had to take like a a, a golf cart out and stand on the back of a golf. <laughs> so like, there's images of like Biggie and the Big Show and Ryback like just standing on the back of this big ass <laughs> golf cart. It's like. That's weird, but I guess it didn't get in the way. But I just don't want yeah. anything. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think we have the same prediction for the women's rumble. Yeah. Now let's talk about the thirty-man rumble. Okay. Um, so I I I cannot place. I can't pick one guy to win. The top obvious picks are Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. The like sneak up surprise win would be someone like uh, Elias because he's like we said he feels like he's been demoted. Oh, Elias or the Miz so the Miz can yeah. get that match with Daniel Bryan. The uh the uh there's 11 slots open that are unannounced. I think 
two of those slots are going to be both Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. I think Matt Hardy is going to come out on a lawnmower because they're at a baseball field, so they can get away with it a little bit. Um, Mower of lawns. <laughs> we still don't know the stats of Kenny Omega. I'm not going to say that he is. It would be it's, great. It's, this is where it will happen if he shows up to WWE. If he shows up, this will be it. WWE would pay the money if he's because at, at at worst, like he takes some of the money for a super short term, like through Mania contract, he gets a match against AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or Seth Rollins, one of those big huge guys that he wants to wrestle at WrestleMania. Gets that out of the way, takes the paycheck, takes the hype to AEW. That's going to get people watching AEW. Yeah, got the Kenny Omega talk out of the way. Um, Did you? Well, hold on. Did you hear that they offered him another contract? Jesus fucking Christ! They offered him one that was like twice as big with more perks and shorter. (sighs) Yeah. So I just I don't I almost don't because my my mom doesn't need to see me cry because of a dude who (laughs) because of a dude who likes Undertale like (laughs) yeah and wears white dad New Balance shoes with a suit and has ramen noodle hair and. Doesn't have like <laughs> and doesn't have a commanding promo presence. My mom will be like, "Why do you like this guy so much?" Like, you don't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, to that's gonna happen to me it's too. That's gonna happen to me too. all matters. Um, that is definitely gonna happen to me too. I think Booker T's gonna gonna lace up the boots and get eliminated. That's one of my surprise entrances. He's gonna spin well. a Rooney and get like John Cena lightning fist punched. <laughs> um, um. Okay. Well, then. Uh, the Abyss signing, if Abyss showed up, that'd be sick. Because Abyss is going to be a producer. That'd be incredible. <laughs> that'd be worth it just for the pop. <laughs> like, he wouldn't um, do anything. It'd be yeah. his last, like, time doing anything. But a guy who's a lifelong TNA guy, Abyss can run out. Uh, AJ Styles isn't in the Rumble, but um, there's Samoa Joe's in it. They could have, like, that, hey, bro, I remember you. Uh, Kurt Angle's definitely going to be coming out. Um, I, I want to add these. This is all line up, lining up with stuff I've said or with that I would say. Sanjay Dutt because he's now a producer as well. I think like he's in much better shape than Abyss. He's younger, obviously. I think he'll be in there. Th- th- these two will get like the markest of marks. Going like yeah. holy shit. <laughs> I, and I like even even if I wasn't aware of like Impact that much, I think Abyss showing up and then me looking up would be like, damn, that's really cool. Yeah, and and the other thing is too. Abyss wrestled Eli Drake at the beginning of the month at Homecoming. Yeah. In the Impact Zone, so he's kind of in the shape right now. Like he could do a Rumble, I'm sure. Yeah. He, like if he could give you five minutes, which is I, just enough. I think about being a wrestler a lot, and what would be cool as a wrestler is like if I don't. The only thing I really would want to sign with WWE for would to have a Rumble appearance. And yeah. for me, the two things would be getting a money in the bank cash in and a rumble appearance. They don't neither of them need to be a successful thing, but I think a rumble is the coolest thing and it, I loved it as a kid. That's the only, that's my favorite mode when I played the games. So like I I, th- I think that that's just that'd be cool for Abyss, this lifelong TNA guy. He's been with them since the start of the company pretty much. He he leaves basically when he's at the end of his in ring career, and he goes out getting eliminated at the Royal Rumble. It's symbolic. You, you're with the big company, and you get eliminated just like you get done working in ring. Uh, <laughs> if I could ask anything else of him, which would be stupid, and it's Undertaker. not possible, <laughs> y- y- just 
Undertaker's gonna have a match. Might as well have one promotion's big supernatural guy against the other promotion's big supernatural guy. This way, Abyss versus Undertaker would be good for all those Reddit threads of go back in time five years. What's something that just happened that someone would call you fucking stupid for saying? Abyss versus Undertaker at WrestleMania. That's like even saying it now, I feel stupid. But like, if you get Abyss versus Undertaker at WrestleMania, that's like. I'm popping. I'm like, I'm not even like emotional. I'm just pumped. I'm just like, dude, this is yeah. cool. <laughs> like, uh, um, and I, that's like I said, I can't pick any like guys to be any other guys I can think of at the moment. I'm sure I'll come up with more when we're done talking. But what do you got, Cameron? Also, John Cena might not be in. Yeah, he. I heard he was injured uh, yeah, or hurt like in some way. Injury. Yeah, it's Cena. I'm sure he'll he'll give what he can. He, yeah. He'll probably be like, I'll, I can do this, and then I'll just disappear until Mania to get better. Yeah. Um. I. Had, any surprises from the indies are hard. Um. I'm gonna set aside. Oh, I didn't one say NXT, two. but it's probably gonna be Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, Gargano, and Champa. Um. Maybe Ricochet. <laughs> I would. I would say probably Velveteen Dream and Ricochet. And then I'm gonna also say, oh, EC3. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, I want to say Tyler Bate or Pete Dunne. I can't pick which one. Mm, yeah. Neither of them were in the Rumble last year, but I, I think one of them will definitely be around in the Rumble this year. Yeah. Um, you pretty much nailed all the uh, Sanjay Dutt as well. Um with abyss abyss you know they're both coming to be producers which i think is really cool and really good um yeah, impact does good stuff so uh, they, yeah abyss was the producer and sanjay Dutt was the booking manager so hey maybe we'll get a better booking on uh raw women's division yeah uh i'm not sure what sanjay booked or anything <laughs> but um yeah i can't really think of any crazy indie people obviously the one everyone's going to be talking about until the match is over on sunday is kenny yeah and i'm gonna be on that's... the edge of my seat every time that counter goes down i'm like because oh. if they're gonna do it like aj styles was number three when he debuted right yeah like in 2016 yeah. he was number three so like it's not like i can be like oh he's gonna replace our truth at number 30 because he's a surprise entrant. I'm going to be on the edge of my fucking seat because I don't know. Yeah. I would say if he is, he's going to be somewhere between three and like 12. I, I definitely would, would think it'd be early because you could, someone tweeting, holy shit, it's actually Kenny, would get people to stop watching uh, New Japan rerun, reruns to switch, to switch over to the network that they say they don't subscribe to and watch it. Yeah, or or go make an account and give them give WWE that dollar deposit for that free month. Yeah, <laughs> or go find a stream. Which don't do bad. that. Don't do that. That's illegal. That's, that's definitely illegal. Um, but you know, gotta stick it to the Fed. Um, <laughs> winner. I'm gonna talk about the winner. I think that it's going to be Seth Rollins. Hmm. 
And because Seth Rollins, like you said earlier in the show, because Seth Rollins is one of the only people who's beaten Brock Lesnar in the last five years, I think that he can be billed as a legitimate comp- uh, competitor, a legitimate opponent to Brock Lesnar yeah. at WrestleMania. And I think Seth Rollins will beat Brock Lesnar, and then Brock Lesnar will just be gone for a long time, at least SummerSlam, or forever. Like, who knows? He's supposed to fight in the UFC sometime this year, probably going to be over the summer. Yeah. Uh, so I could totally see him losing that belt a couple of weeks or a month or two before his fight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Seth Rollins, I think if I could do anything, the final four will probably be Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and then Elias. And I, that's, I don't have anyone else. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a Dean Ambrose. Maybe. Yeah. Two heels, two faces. Matt Hardy's been saying recently that he's all healed up and stuff, so I think he's definitely going to be there. Yeah, I think he's going to be in the Rumble, too. Yeah. Rumble's exciting. I love the Rumble. It is. It's the it's the best event that they have every year. It, it, it actually is. The, it's, it's the one that even people like, I hate this company, will tune in each year. Yeah. Um... But also, dude, what if AEW is a work and the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, Marty's Scroll, Co- <laughs> Cody Rhodes, and Kenny all all show up, and Jericho, and Jericho. Even That'd though be... Jer- Jericho is removed from all the promotional material that they have, but what if he? What if that's? What if it's still a, just a super work? <laughs> There's that. People can get mad hearing what if it's a work, but what if? It's wrestling. What? Yeah, if? that's someone. Dave called someone dumb on Twitter, basically, and it's like you know, wrestling's <laughs> stranger than fiction sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, let no one's banking on it. No one's sitting here going, "Dude, it is." But it's like, like you said, five years ago, what is something that you know someone would have told you was stupid? AJ oh yeah, Cody Styles. Rhodes. Yeah, Cody yeah. Rhodes being one of the biggest stars internationally. Yeah. Even like three, Cody Rhodes... years, three years ago, yes, that Stardust guy, he's going to be like a chief executive officer of a startup company that everyone is excited for. Yeah, the guy you kind of groan when you hear his music hit, he's going to start his own promotion. Oh, the promotion that he started up was a work and he, him and all of his friends ended up at the Rumble. You know, like that's, that's like 0.01% possibility maybe even lower but like if it happens that's the craziest thing ever so and and if it does the minute i hear super kick party i'm gonna jump up super kick my tv and then i'm not gonna be able to watch the rest of the room <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah uh. <laughs> well that's as wwe for the most exciting week for the upcoming most exciting weekend Stay tuned next week when the episode is twice as long as this to cover the run. Well, twice as long. We recorded an episode of my One Piece podcast and we spent like three hours talking about what amounted to like four episodes worth of actual stuff that happened. Damn. So... <laughs> we got we 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 uh we had a tangent about how bad certain people certain uh authors do world building uh J.K. Rowling and uh, how good uh. Mm-hmm. Oda does world building with One Piece. Uh, at no point watching One Piece do I think, "Wow, these pirates would ignore the fact that regular humans have pl- have designated places to shit and piss." 
Did you see the tweet recently about it was it was someone's like joke. It was um a waiter at a restaurant. Uh okay, what kind of soda do you want with that, ma'am? JK Rowling. The sorting hat can have sex but chooses not to. <laughs> It's a very good tweet. There's also a, a a fake tweet from like a cracked article, or it was like college humor or something. Made it into an official Harry po- like an official Harry Potter like lore book, which is really funny. It stated Jesus something Christ. like Hufflepuff, Hufflepuffs often engage in mutual masturbation, and just made it into a book. Yeah, it's just <laughs> just nonsense. Harry Potter is just nonsense now. Uh, yeah, plugs. I'm on. I'm on the internet. No, I'm Jory on Twitter uh, at at, uh, at at CWFPcast for this show's Twitter. My other podcast, We Are Watching One Piece, had a new episode recorded, but uh, no clue when that's going up because Kingdom Hearts comes out on Tuesday and Joe's Kingdom Hearts podcast is going to be off the fucking walls for for that. Um, yeah, on, yeah. on Tuesday, the day of release, they have... They have an episode going on where they're going to recap the entire series so you can stop complaining about the side games and just play the game and be happy about it. Hmm. So so you can listen to them recap Kingdom Hearts in an hour and a half and then uh, not whine about games that you, that you never would have played. So, yeah. We are watching One Piece. We'll have a new episode eventually. And, uh... Yeah, what do you got going on, Cameron? You can follow me on uh, Twitter at Cam Hambo. I complain about um, the government. <laughs> that the, the current works, state of it. That's you know about who it. works for the government? Linda McMahon. Oh yeah, uh, that's why. That's why our government's fucking crazy. Because Vince's wife books the government. She, she, okay, we're gonna <laughs> shut down in around Christmas. Oh, okay. I, I'm just wait. You know how like whenever a wrestler just gives a regular uh, interview and then they say something that could be interpreted as bad, all the articles are like, "This guy shoots hard on this." I can't wait for <laughs> yeah. Linda McMahon shoots hard on the government shutdown. Linda McMahon shoots hard on Donald Trump Whoa. with a gun. wrestling terminology we'll do an episode on that eventually we have that in the works soon probably yeah (laughs) soon well cameron are you excited for the rumble i'm excited for the rumble and i'm excited for nxt takeover and i'm excited to play kingdom hearts 3 even though i've never played a kingdom hearts game uh ever uh, There's a recap at the beginning them. of the game that's getting patched in. So if you if you that's... need to know the story, you'll be able to watch like a I'm... short seg- like a a thing that'll tell you. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to level right now. I'm not super worried about the story because I plan on when I have more money buying the story so far on PS4. Nice. And then when I start playing through the games, then I'll be like, "Okay, now I'm paying attention." Yeah. Right now I just kind of want to play a cool like uh action RPG. They're, they're, they're in, cool, you know, in interesting worlds with interesting crossovers. You know what I'm excited for, Cameron? What? CM Punk to do Go to Sleep on Our Truth and come out at 30.
My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece. That's it. That's the podcast. Yep. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. To be continued. Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. We're going to go world by world, game by game, in release order. And we'll make sure to name our episodes sensibly so you know what order to listen to them in. You know, 1, 2, 2.5, 3, 5, 8 over 2. So subscribe to Got It Memorized to be alerted of our weekly episodes in iTunes or whatever other garbage platforms you use to listen to podcasts. We promise to do our best to figure out which Ansem is which. Maybe the real Ansem was the friends we made along the way. Got it. Memorized? Memorized?